0: We've been talking about this a lot on CHML News. You heard the uh, breaking news earlier today. An accused killer from Hamilton who may have posted cryptic messages online about turning himself into police has been arrested in Texas. Waterloo Regional Police issued a Canada-wide warrant for Agar Hassan on a charge of second-degree murder after the body of his ex-girlfriend, Melinda Vasily was found in Kitchener on April 28th. They confirmed the arrest in a tweet this morning. It comes two days after a person claiming to be Hassan posted messages on Instagram hinting he may turn Himself in, including one he sent on Monday night that he says he hopes justice is served. To talk for the next little while about that and the use of social media in a case like this is uh, our next guest. He is a registered a social worker. Uh, Timothy Gordon joins us on CHML. Timothy, thanks for joining us. How are you?
1: Thanks for having me on the show. I'm really well. Thanks. Great show today, by the way.
0: Thank you very much. Now let's uh, first of all talk about this. The maybe the first. Uh, tweet that was sent on this a long time ago was when the crime allegedly happened. He crossed the border, and he sent a tweet uh, something along the lines of, I will turn myself in at some point. Uh, they thought that it was uh, sent in uh, Tennessee. So kind of t- uh, take us through, w- why would somebody do this?
1: Well, it's a really interesting, I think, uh, profile if you look at what he's posted on social media. It seems to me, and I'm just inferring based on what I've read that he's posted on social media and what he's posted on Reddit and other places, that it seems like what he's doing is he's trying to address the court of public opinion. Um, This has been a debated topic in the media. People have suspected that it was a targeted attack, that it could have been a stranger, that it was a terrorist attack, perhaps, um, an act of terrorism. And and it seems that Hassan is is responding to these things, um, to the to the public discussion, using his own social media, and almost like he's trying to, uh, if I may reference his original Reddit post, um, tell quote his side of the story, which is a which is a pretty interesting way of interacting with this situation. Um, I mean you know if we go back to let's say you know the 70s or other uh, criminals who have have uh, uh, done crimes that have received media attention they themselves have actually not had these kinds of outlets and have written letters to the media and other sort of sensationalist things i'm wondering um how much
0: would his lawyer now take this and say you know what as you say, kind of telling his side of the story, Uh, maybe his lawyer would say, see, he is showing remorse and he basically uh, does want to end this. Legally, I don't know if you can speak to this, but but how much credence would that have?
1: Yeah, well... Legally, I don't know how much I I could see for that, but let me address one of those angles that you just talked about right there that I think is really interesting from a psychosocial perspective. Go ahead. um, And that we do get asked to do assessments for as social workers when it comes to working with people who are in these situations, um, uh, who've done these criminal uh, offenses. It almost seems like he's aware of how he's being portrayed in the media and so he wants to show his own innocence um so from a legal perspective i I don't know what that would mean but what's really interesting is you have the media saying giving a, a set of facts this uh this young woman was found dead in her apartment um they don't know who the uh who the killer is and then as more information comes out in the media more inferences are made and here he is saying okay, I'm going to tell my side of the story. Now, again, not being a legal expert and being a social worker and being invested in this from a, let's say, psychological or social perspective of how this actually works for somebody, it's really interesting when you see him present a set of uh, facts that, let's say, try to show his own role in a different light. So he's saying, well, it was self-defense. I disclosed uh, an indiscretion that while we had been on a break, I was uh, sleeping with other women. I was intimate with other women. And she became upset and began attacking me. And I told her that if she didn't stop, that I I would do something. And so it, it really appears like the function of his behavior in this situation is to almost explain his innocence, to explain, you know, look, this isn't um, this isn't some faceless criminal who who wasn't invested in this young woman. This is a person who, you know, she was uh, soon to be my fiance. I, I wouldn't have uh, premeditated an attack on this woman. You know, uh, I cared very deeply about her. I was trying to make my relationship work with her. And he even, um, I, I think that this is an interesting move on his part, he even took screenshots of their uh, private text conversations the night that he was on his way to her home. And posted those as if to show, look, she wanted me to come over. And, and here I am being this caring partner. I'm, I'm on my way over there. So, so the story that I want to tell you is the story of somebody who did something that they regret. And I mean, we could make up our own, I have my own judgments about him saying this, but saying things like, you know, I needed some time away from what happened. Um, well, as we know, A young woman is now dead. Um, And interestingly enough, he also, in those early social media posts, talks about killing himself. He talks about suicide.
0: Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.